Hi, you guys. I am going to Seattle to film a movie, and I just found out that I'm shooting next Tuesday and Wednesday, so we won't be able to record until Thursday, so the podcast will be up on Friday. I just wanted to let you know that. I cannot wait to watch Paradise. I cannot wait to discuss it with all of my friends and share it with you guys, but just so you know, so you're not refreshing your feed and wondering where it is. It will not be up till Friday. Okay, bye. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. Okay. So <laughs> I just got one little question. Okay. <laughs> will you accept this rose? You know what? I will accept it because... Such a fucking journey this last 16 months. And we're 17. 17 months. We're not the same people we were. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What a song. Will you accept this rose by Mark Rivers? Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arden Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. Did you think that we were going to end the season without the fucking dream team? Excuse me. Did you think that these are not the people that I need to hear their thoughts from? Think again. If I was not flying to Seattle tomorrow... And having to pay my mortgage and having to not shut down a set by having the Delta variant, we would be in my garage and I would be eating an edible, ill-advised, ill-advised. I should never eat an edible, but I had agreed to it. That will have to be dangling for me when I get back. We'll have to celebrate some kind of a paradise thing with that. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to start by a man that I'm so happy for right now. He's on every ad that I see. He's on every billboard that I see. This is my friend who makes me laugh so hard, who got sucked, who just stumbled into my holiday party and got sucked in, and has now made all these new friends. I didn't and, know who lived there. And he, <laughs> he's, he thought it was somebody else's party. I just walked in. He's just now killing it on iCarly, which just got picked up for a second season with our other Will You Accept This Rose uh, podcast, uh, one of our guests, Lacey Mosley. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sentinel, Jerry Trainer. Lovely, lovely to be here. Thank you. What's it like? Um talking to someone that's on so many billboards you know what i feel so nervous are you nervous you're nervous so nervous i don't know how to relate i put on my fancy lady amazon like uh i wore like a yacht rock like a below deck shirt for you Mm -hmm. i noticed that that was for me it was Mm -hmm. for you i i saw that you were wearing your rookie of the year shirt which you guys can order don't how nice is the merch it's just so comfortable i love this shirt I got to tell you, I wear mine all the time. I got sort of a boxy one that has like a flash dance shoulder. Mine's kind of sexy. All right. Well, nothing you wear isn't. So oh my don't God. worry about it. Thank don't you. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Jerry. Well, I'm available now. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm available for the first time in my adult life. I've can I steal you for a second? On, can I? Can I've, we? Can we yes. go into a breakout room? Can I steal you for a second? <laughs> sure. Yes. I've never been on the market as an adult. Yeah, you can steal me for a second. All right. Also with us is a man 
who's been growing his facial hair in a manner that is fascinating. <laughs> it's a man who's literally pulled out a bong that looked like a huge dick and it was thrilling. I He's like a time traveler. He's in charge. He's got his captain's hat on. He's got sexy muttons happening. He's been back to uh, the, the resort in Palm Springs that everything goes down at. He is so deep in. He's been texting us everything. Ladies and gentlemen, rookie of the year, the captain, Doug Benson. <laughs> Doug, you look great. Doug, are you smoking the like the substance that the mosquito was caught in in Jurassic Park? Yep, it's just uh, amber. It's just basically amber. this really sticky, gooey stuff that you have to like uh, put on the end of a of a. Uh, this is a paper clip, Love and it. then you. Then you drop it into the device. This one's called Switch by Dr. Dabber. And then uh, all the heating and stuff in here, it's very safe. It's safe dabbing because you've seen like uh, a lot of people when they dab, they have like they have an actual torch that they use on the bowl. And then it starts to feel like crack or heroin or something. Right. And that's not my jam. No. It's like an, I just like a nice little dab of some, uh, you know, THC concentrate. Will you let us know when you're just for the listeners? Will you let the listeners know? Give us a, a, an audio cue when you're about to uh, partake in the excitement. I think you'll hear the bubbling sound. <laughs> Great. I love that that thing looks straight out of the future, but then you have to use a paper clip. The to paper like, clip. The paper yeah. clip is how you do it. Well, because you, you can get this stuff in a, a more of a crumbly, less sticky uh, form, but that's what this particular concentrate uh. is. It's just very sticky. I think you need like a William Sonoma paperclip. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who's from the future, this is a woman who I fucking love. I'm going to say who killed it at my dinner party. I'm just going to go throw out there and just say it. Who's just a blast, whose face is so symmetrical that Erin Foley <laughs> couldn't even be here today because she couldn't handle She couldn't handle it. <laughs> She actually has a pitch, so we all – we hope she sells her show. But this is a woman – look, you know her from Criminal Minds. You know her from another period. You know her from DuckTales. You know her from narrating the documentary that Doug just watched about a ride. I'm not sure which one it is, but she's going to tell it is. Ladies and gentlemen, my best friend, Secretary of State, Padgett Brewster. It's me. What is the documentary that you just narrated? It's a 10-part series called Behind the Attraction that's on Disney+. Plus. It's about the fabrication of all of the Disney worlds and Disneylands and the rocks. What was the most interesting thing you learned? It sounds awesome. What What was like, oh, that's an interesting fact. What was your, like, top fact? Well, I can't say it in front of an audience. I'll tell you later. There's some interesting stuff. There's some dark tales behind the creation of okay. but yeah. but it, it's mostly how interesting all of the imagineers are and they're yes. all characters and they all uh going all the way back you know to to the 50s these people that how they came up with ideas and gags and rides and tricks and uh it's all really interesting they stole a- uh trees when the LA freeway system was being built, there were teams of people who would go out and steal the trees that were being ripped down to put yeah. into Disneyland because it was in the desert. They built it I in the like desert. I thought Jerry Trainer would have been good at stealing trees. Oh, sure. 
Yeah. How do you um, think I landscaped this house? <laughs> Those are big I trees, love, too. I wondered where my these things didn't imagineer themselves. Okay, guys. <laughs> my I, my friend Robert is he does he helped build uh, California Adventure. He that's what he does for a living. What a specific cool job. Also, oh, a man uh, who has fantastic facial hair right now. I mean, I got to tell you, this guy was supposed to be my date next week to a Bachelor in Paradise rum party. They were <laughs> definitely going to give us COVID for sure. But yeah. by the way, worth it. So yeah. worth it. Yeah. Um, is he ever going to find love? You know him from Supernatural, but really, you know him as Bachelor of the Year 2016, Bachelor of the Year 2017, Bachelor of the Year 18, 19, 20, 21. Is he going to find love? I don't know if he's going to find love, but he is finding a really great beard situation, <laughs> really tight facial hair for the gents of Lily Except This Rose. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Benedict. Benedict. Wow. Hey guys. That's Talk to us about your beard. It looks great. Well, uh, you know, I've been trying to follow Doug Benson. I'm just trying to follow his lead. So now I'm thinking I've got to shave the yes. middle part. Yes. To the mutton chops. Yeah. Do it. For and the Wolverine mutton. mutton chops. That'd be yeah. hot. If all yeah. of our guys had muttons right? Like, right after Labor Day for a Paradise episode. Ooh, <sighs> trainer, can you do that? Can you do can that, you... trainer? No. Do what? Do Nickelodeon. what? Nickelodeon. Can you have oh, a mutton yeah. I was adjusting my audio. Are you How does this sound? Filming? Can you can you grow a mutton for all the men of Willie except this rose to have muttons for right after Labor Day? No, Doug is saying no. Right. Why? No way. Why? That's not his character to to have mutton chops. What is, how would you groom? I know that you're the facial right. stylist. You're the facial hair stylist for all the men on the pod. What do you need? <laughs> like a little thin pencil mustache? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. If, he's yeah, a a villain, if he becomes a villain. Yeah. Or what like, a whiplash. Given oh. enough time, I can do I can do like the Irish kind of pointy-ended yes. mustache. Oh. But oh. probably not in be, time. When, 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 how many weeks is that? I don't know, like three weeks, Daniel Day Trainer. I can't, I can't because of work, because of a, uh, there's a gig God coming up it. that I have to be clean shaven for, as far Look as I know. You, we're yeah. all going to be, will you, will you Venmo me $17,000? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, you guys, overall, before we get into it, how did you feel about the season? Oh, man. Um, I mean, uh, they, they found love. Yeah. <laughs> it, really, it really filled a hole in my heart that those two found each other. <laughs> it, really, it was really special that he called up the show and said, hey, uh, I can fall in love a third time, no problem. You need some, you need some giant jawed a-hole to come through and uh, take over the whole thing. I'll just... Un- I'll- what they say, uh, unhook his jaw and just swallow everybody. <laughs> like a pelican, the pelican jaw. All right, oh all right. So, so tepid Ria, How are you guys feeling about Katie overall? Pageant, pageant. I think I I I'm a, a little confused about everything that went down. Okay. I, I'm I'm a I'm confused. Okay. And and I think I don't know. I, I I think we'll discuss it as it comes. But mm-hmm. I I do think he Blake won her over solely by so articulately and and eloquently talking about what may or may not be his feelings for her. Mm-hmm. And she and she, that's all she needed to hear. She 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 needed to hear. She needed to hear it. I also think the, when the moment he got her was 
when she basically, when I think when the Bachelor's producers captured her and were like, you're not contractually, you're not leaving. Right. And I think she was really done. I think Greg was the guy. And I think she also did like Michael who left. So I think her, I think she was feeling like shit. Yeah. I think his, like dealing with Greg, who'd been like such a wuss, you know, like sniveling off into the Panera, like the Panera patio, like leaving, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) back to his William Esper acting class. I felt like when Blake was such a, he kind of, maybe because he's thirsty and he wanted to be on TV, but the fact that he just was like, how are you doing? Are you like that? He was, he was presenting. That was his like, move man the enough whole to time. Take it. But I got to yeah. say, everybody else was getting so thrown by the competition. Like yeah. that he was sort of like, I accept that there's other dudes here. I accept that you wanted to leave. That he just yeah. sort of, whether it was real or not. He wants to be, he wants to be on television. Yeah. He wants to be well, yes. on this With, show. That's when you've done it three saying. times, you're going to yeah. be smooth as silk. But right. is there a possibility that he really genuinely, his M.O. was he was desperate to be engaged and have a woman? No. Because you he don't think so that, at all? No. I didn't no. think oh. that. I actually feel like he's one of the ones that's so horny that he's like, whoa, 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 love. But so like. So I, well, she I, was crazy horny for him. I mean, he yes. was the clearly the person she wanted to go to bed with more than all of them. They had good physical, like they had some hot kisses. I would yeah. say, like that the 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 week before uh, the second to last episode, their goodbye kiss was actually pretty hot. Like I I have to say, you know, I mean, they had if, it. if you're super horny, they had chemistry. Yeah, yeah, but she wanted the full. She thought as she cruised through this thing. That she would sleep with two dudes and then pick one. Right. And then when that all fell apart, <laughs> and then you the think? first dude she slept with apparently rocked her world so hard yeah. that, like, poor Justin has just got to go back to eye-rolling school. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's over there bugging out. But- I don't think that it was ever Justin that she wanted to sleep. She didn't. It wasn't no. Justin. I think no, it was No, she would have gotten it down to Greg and Blake. And I think she would have slept the producers with Michael, had let Blake. If the producers had let Blake go first, she would have she would have slept with him, but she still would have slept with Greg, and then yep. probably ended up with Greg. Greg, I agree with you. Just, Greg, Greg just didn't want her to sleep with Blake. Greg couldn't. Greg couldn't. I had a problem with. Oh, that's interesting. So you think his shenanigans on the patio at the Panera outside at the Hyatt? You think his shenanigans was just because he couldn't handle? You're about to like leave with me before you overnights. Fight. Yes, yes. let's let's mm. pull a Claire and Dale and call this thing. Let's not go through with the with the steps. But she wants to go through the process. She wanted to, you know, she likes the idea of trying these things out, taking them for I, a spin. I think more than that, um, I think, and we were discussing this, I think ABC after Claire. And they've had a lot, they have not had a normal season for yep. a while. I think even Matt James wanted to leave. I think it's contractually you have to go to the point where you're on the podium either you you have to go through Neil Lane and you have to be waiting on right. a pe- We need this many episodes. Yes. You yes. can't and fail. You, you you literally are contra- and or you have to pay ABC like 4 million. You cannot break yes. the contract. I we guarantee have to- it. We have to put you in a weird desert setting by yourself. Tumbleweeds Mm -hmm. might blow into your face, but we (laughs) need to make you seem very alone. 
Yes, <laughs> but you have to. You cannot leave early. You cannot. Okay, Bachelor of the Year. How are you feeling? Um, I so I I thought maybe the thing with Greg was that she that he wasn't her number one. That, that she wanted Jim, to take Jim him. Jeffries thought he wasn't the number one. Jim she wanted to take him to final two. Oh, I yeah. thought he was. She wanted to take him to final two. But, you know, he was a front runner, but he wasn't going to be the one. What made you say that? Because why why did she never say, I was planning on taking you? Why did why did she not say you're the you're the guy? She kind of said you're you're number one. And he said you were always my number one. Always. Yeah. You've always been my number one. Well, I don't want to just be a number was his response. Yeah, he did. She said. You're going to be here next week. Yeah, which is she gave him. She gave him everything he needed to hear. Except, I understand later when he says, "You needed me to say I love you, but I needed you to say you love me." Well, let me say what Lance. I do disagree. Lance Pass's husband pointed out he didn't say I love you. No, Jim Jeffries pointed out he didn't say I love you. All he said was, "You fill a hole in my heart." And then was so angry. He never said, I love you. He said, you fill a hole in my heart. And then he felt so vulnerable. Well, he said a a lot, right? He didn't say I love you. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the new thing is every, every one of these guys thinks opening up to a person is, is that's it. You should fall in love with me because I opened up to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Jerry so Trainer, you have feelings. Talk to us, Jerry Trainer. Look, uh, th- th- this one's this one's hard, and I'm going to use a caveat that I've only used for Claire, right? Which is, I don't like talking bad about people, and I, and so I just want to say, I'm we are discussing the characters that we are shown by ABC. Right. This okay. is I don't know these people. I don't know Katie. I don't know Greg. I don't right. know any of these people. Or like. The, uh, we are having fun talking about these characters that sure. we are shown and are edited in a certain way. Yes. But this, that, the whole situation with her and Greg to me has been so confused. Ultimately, he opened up to her, gave her this big emotional spiel. I don't think he needed her to say, I love you. I think he needed her to behave like a human being though. And all she, and she behaved like a game show contestant. And he was like, "Uh, like she could have thrown her arms around him and kissed him and been like you're amazing, like oh, you're so wonderful. I can't I can't see life without you." She could have had any instead she like looked at him quizzically like she was in a job interview and then used all that game terminology and he was like why are you talking to me like that and then he left he was like and and they talk about she goes so this one moment this one moment and you're just gonna leave and i'm like well that's not fair because this is a show about moments that are under the microscope and if you screw up in one moment you get booted off the show like, that's what this is, is a series of moments. And I think in that moment, he went, oh, this person isn't right for me because I'm in love with them and they're playing a game. I need Paget Brewster to interject here. Paget. I, I just want to ask Jerry, because here's where I'm confused. Are you saying she behaved that way 
when they were on the couch at the end yes. of their date. Yes. So you're not talking about, okay. No, the moment he, where he was like. When he being, came he, back the next day. No, 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 not, no. not, not he opened up and she, and she, and she was smiling and he said, what? And she said, I like, I love looking at you. Yeah. She oh. was like, I just love looking at you. And he went, Oh, wait a minute. Maybe we're no, not. I and go to the tape, go to the tape because Rob <laughs> mentioned that, uh, he was, he was, uh, thought Greg was not number one. I think I said Blake was going to end up with her as well oh, because Greg was too emo for her. Oh, and that's, wow. I think that's what I said. And this turned out to be right. Like he's too emotional and she's too rigid. All right. I need Katie Levine to weigh in here. Katie, you've heard, you've heard all the angles. You know exactly how I have felt about this. This is a new POV. I need to hear what you think about this. I agree. This new information, this new perspective from, um, from the sense of like whether or not Greg was going to be number one. Yes, I think he was because I and I agree with Jerry where like the way that she acted after the hometown date when he's like opening up to her. But again, he actually didn't say he loved her. I will. You know, I, I admit that she just was terrible. She was terrible there. Like just like she was looking at him. It's like she wasn't listening to him. I think she was just daydreaming. Honestly, like I don't think it was anything malicious. I think she was just daydreaming and not listening to him. But she did essentially tell him it's you she was like you're here next week it's just two more weeks just wait we're almost there we're almost to the end i think she couldn't flat out be like it's fucking you it's you it's you but she was like essentially telling him that here's what i want to say um you know (laughs) i am getting divorced i had a very happy marriage i'm still friends with my ex thing so like it was over very happy marriage. Here's what I want to say. For me, I remember early on when he, when he when you're almost with somebody and you realize like, oh my god, this is the person. It it was overwhelming to the point where I felt like I was almost looking into a light that was too bright. And I remember him saying very early on, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And and I I remember sort of freezing even though I kind of felt this I was so overwhelmed. I didn't quite know what to say. And I remember, even though I was like all in, I I get, um, I just get scared with like, I get, you know, it's scary when it's coming at you and it's right there. Like, so I think there's something that I remember just saying like, that makes me feel good or whatever. But like that, I, I wonder if, um, if she was overwhelmed and there was some self-protection coming on. I see the Sentinel's hand. That may be true. And this is what, what I where I really want to be clear is I was never team Greg or team Katie. Like people are taking sides in this and I couldn't stand Greg's voice from the get go. Yeah. I think this is a situation where he realized this is not the like it's she didn't give him what he needed in that yeah. one moment. And it woke him up to the reality that this is not my forever person we're supposed to be getting engaged here in like a week this is i can't do it so i'm going to leave and she didn't really do anything to get him to stay and it's like the way that he left was very belittling when she was like are you okay what do you mean 
well, you seem like you're off. I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't mm-hmm. know. You just seem different. What do you mean? Like, he was such a dick about mm-hmm. it that, yeah. like, and apparently, according to the internet, that's what he does. He's, like, all in, and then he's, like, a real fucking dick to the ladies that he's dating. Well, I can't comment to that, right? I'm talking <laughs> about what I saw to on me, this was, show. Like, he was so sweet, and then... I felt like the second he shut out, no matter what she said, there was nothing she could have said. Like there was a wall that came down. Yes, like, that came that's down true. So hard, and there was such a yes. Then, but um, that's um, true. But that's yes, this captain, show. Captain, captain. Yeah. Do captain. I need to just start yelling? I mean, I'll yes, yes. Captain. Captain. Do it. Captain. Captain. They they coaxed him out onto a fucking balcony to watch his dream girl make out with number two, the guy that was his biggest threat. Yes, he's, great, he Captain. He melted down continuously from there. Yes, the guy Captain. Just, the guy could not handle all of that. Like, it was too... And why should anybody have to handle that? That's the weird part of the show. Aye, aye, Captain. That, aye, you know? aye, Captain. <laughs> Paget. I uh, also concur with Arden. Uh, I am happily married, but when I realized Steve was the guy, I actively became a bitch. Like, I pretty much tried to shove him away because I was not ready to give up my independence. I thought it was going to be the end of my life. I don't know why. My parents are happily married, but I thought, oh, fuck, it's this guy. This guy, we're going to do this. Like, yes. I, I can't get rid of him. I fucking, but I hate him. This isn't going to work. I got to get rid of it. I yes. was a bitch to him, and he yes. just laughed all the way through. Which is what Blake, I feel like Blake has been able to show up and kind of roll with. He rolled like, with it. Imagine if, look, to Doug's point, yeah, like the producers are evil. They made they made him watch him like get make out with the horniest guy in town. But let's just say she he didn't see that. Let's say that he went on a date. Let's say that Blake was the one that left and Greg went on a date with her and she's like, Blake left and I wanted to quit. Greg couldn't have rolled with it. Nope. Nope. But I think, I think, I thought, I really thought Greg was it. I Me was too. so confused and stunned right. by that whole thing. I'm still confused. I don't know right. if he needed her to say that she loved him. I swear, I thought he said, I love you. I thought once he didn't get what he wanted, he completely shut down he to get out. He was a baby. He was a I think baby. He, Ro- Robbie I, B. I've been, a, I've been a bad, I was bad. I've been, I've. I was bad and shut down on Steve and it, it ultimately I'm glad he, you know, laughed his way through it and stayed with me, but I've done that. I've shut down. Robbie. Well, part of what's going on here too, is it's, it's, it's a, it's a show. And, 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 and what I wanted to say to Greg was like, this is the motherfucking bachelorette, dude. This yeah. is what you sign up for. And I totally get that. What, what, maybe I even misread her signs. Cause I didn't see, I thought she just wanted to take him to the final two and, but he wasn't necessarily, but, oh. and, but what confused me is how, how like, uh, how angry she was at the after the final rose. Like, oh, I, I feel oh. like the, she could have really played that better. Like to me, that was I loved it. I and this, I mean, I'll sure tell it was you, good I, television, I but. loved it because it was not produced. I loved it because it was. I thought he was mm. the one she wanted, and that, that she made it seem out. like he was the one. I, I thought so too. Upset. I thought he was the one she wanted. And she found out all this stuff that his shy guy act that she got played like 
that he was never there for her. He's not a shy guy. He was like the coolest guy in high school. He was actually like kind of a dick to a lot of women. He's there for his acting career. Katie, I saw you wanting to get in. Katie Levine, I know when you got to get in, you got to get in, girl. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I, I was just agreeing with you that like the way she acted, how angry she was. I think he was number one. And she, yes. again, she's doing the whole like, you know, trying to make herself feel like, no, no, no. I chose Blake because he was my number one the whole time. And it's like, I think she does like Blake, but I think Greg was number one. And she had to act like she was just so over Greg at this point. You know, that's if he wasn't like, number one, then, then, then the way she acted out of the final rose is really shitty. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? This- the Sentinel is going crazy. What I do enjoy, I, what's, what I enjoyed about the TV aspect of it was she was not polished at all. At, like, after, like, that she was like, she was every person that f- has felt fucked over that has been given a chance to just go at it. I need our Dougie B. How do you feel, Dougie B? <laughs> Uh, yeah, she really, she really did give it to him, but it, it was just kind of more of the two of them. I just think they're really not meant for each other. Like they, they just don't, you know, they don't know how to communicate with each other. Yeah. Like yeah. they don't even know how to tell each other they're mad, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. without, yeah. without just being, just having a very confusing conversation. Like in that one scene where he was mad at her, you know, back on the show, uh, he, he at one point very dramatically said, "What's going to happen? We're we're going to make love in oh, the yeah, fantasy yeah. suite, week, and yes. then what?" So that's where I was like, "Oh, he's obsessed with the fact that that's what's supposed to happen in the yes. fantasy suite." And what yes. if he gets sloppy seconds? He doesn't want it. He wants to go first, right? And, you know? and beyond that, let's say he does go first. He doesn't want somebody going second or third. Usually there's three. So yeah, like three, three, three people that could potentially have gotten with your future wife. Yeah. And he cannot deal with that. I love Doug's theory about that. Yeah. All right. When yeah. we come back, we're going to talk to Doug about the fact that he's just recently watched every single season of Paradise. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, okay, wait, Doug, you recently watched a bunch of seasons of Paradise, and, you, and you're, what, which one, you loved the Carly and Evan love story. I was, I, mm. that's the thing that's so funny, is I, I'm so far behind, you know, I, I saw the whole Carly and Evan thing and found it amazing, and I, right when I got to their wedding is when I texted you, like, oh, it's so great they got married on Paradise, and I, you know, I had heard that their marriage lasted, but apparently yeah. only lasted till last year. And so uh, I didn't get the memo. And yeah. you were like, oh, they broke up. And I was just, I couldn't I believe know. it. I couldn't believe it. They were yeah. so cute. They were they, fun. They were nice. They did yeah. the show in Nashville, didn't they? Yeah, they were like, the, they were like the, the great hope for everybody of like, I mean, the sheer fact that he pulled that off, that he ate yeah. the pepper, the grossest kiss in the history of mankind oh, with all the more, more spit than wiener. his... And then he, like, faked his injury to go to... Uh, to go, like, to get her to go to the hospital in an ambulance and then it worked yeah. rather than being like, you're a stalker? Like, Jerry, you don't know about this, but this dude literally, she was way out of his league. He was a dick doctor. He was like an erectile dysfunction dick doctor. Yeah, that's what they call me. 
<laughs> What's his name? He's like the, I'm going like to Google the, uh, it. They always throw in a ner- kind of a nerdy, nerdy character so that, you know, somebody, everybody could feel bad for. And then sometimes. Yeah. He yeah. was like the nerd. You know? And then like she was this cutie pie singer, songwriter, like cool, cute. What's really her name? Carly. Carly. Waddell. And, um, he, she was way out of his league, but they became friends and he amused her. And then he basically stalked her and then she, they fell in love and they got married and had two babies, but they got, they broke up last December. Oh, man. Didn't make it through COVID. They didn't make it through COVID. Yeah. What about COVID? His, COVID takes a lot of people. Yeah. His social still set, his bio says that he's got a, he holds a Guinness book you know, record and it's, and it's that it's for, it's the thing that ABC set up. Any two people could have done it. All they had to do is hold their faces together with a pepper in their mouths. And like a really hot pepper, a really hot pepper. Yeah. But people Um, can do that. (laughs) All right. So here we are. I mean, so at the end, yes, pageant. Can, can we just, I'm sorry. I did not do any background research on, uh, Greg being an actor or a dick or a, can you just tell me yes. what was found? So, or heard? So I I'm can sorry. tell you Anna or Katie sent last night. There is a whole thread. And again, we try not to like find out stuff to the end because we try to be spoiler free, but there's yeah. like all these internet threads that a lot of, um, somebody compiled them all in one place. And, um, and basically, there's a lot of women that came forward that this whole like sweet, nice guy from New Jersey thing is an act that he oh. desperately wants to be an actor, that he was actually um, – that he that he would call like his girlfriends. He would like shame them if they wore a skirt that was – like he would basically erode people's confidence. He would oh, talk about God. how much prettier his ex-girlfriends were than the God. other ex-girlfriends. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is crazy. why Katie keeps getting madder and madder about him is because she just feels like she was completely, you yeah. know, duped. Aunt. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That he that he's never had a job. He lives in his mom's house. That he's always been told how handsome he was and that he just treats <gasps> uh, women Allegedly. Well, there's there's two halves to this, right? There's the wanting to be an actor thing, which don't all these people want to be models and actors, but then there's the abusing women thing. And that's a completely separate that, thing. Yeah, and if he yeah. has a track record of that, I mean, I think that's it's just sort of like awful. emotional, not a fit. I don't think anybody has said he's done anything physically at all, but just that emotionally, he allegedly, right. Katie Levine, like what what is your take on how he's emotionally... Anna was the one that actually uh, sent this and was in, more into it. But yeah, there was there was like a few cases where people being like, yeah, he was just really shitty to me or to my friend uh, who he was dating. And he would um, just like manipulate them. And, and I mean, I, I, yeah, manipulate them and make them he like would make, make them. He would talk about how bad she looked, make jokes yeah. about them, ignore them, like. Talk about the ex-girlfriend. Talk about how much better yeah. looking the ex-girlfriend was. <laughs> like, just like messed up shit. You're just like, you don't know. Oh. Like, and, mm. and and I think, yeah, Katie learned that all and then realized she had been manipulated and and he probably was her number one and she just felt really tricked, tricked. I think. Yeah, well, I think felt tricked. Here's I the thing. That you just said, who wrote this? This thing you just said, it's like, also, he doesn't go down on girls. Which is oh, yeah, funny. that. We never discussed that. Allegedly, in this thread, he doesn't go down on girls. <laughs> He's out. Get him out of here. 
<laughs> He's got a bad back. Leave him alone. <laughs> that's hard. That's hard. That completely rocks me though, because that mm-hmm. I, I didn't know any of that stuff when I saw it. And so for me, right. her level of anger and rage yeah. at the after the final rose or whatever that's called, the same. I, I thought the way I took that was wow, this doesn't look like someone who's blissfully in love with Blake. This exactly. looks like somebody holding a grudge. Yeah. And the reason they're holding a grudge is because this dude made her look bad. He, yeah. He, he, he made her look bad at her own party I and he left she and him. she didn't like, she didn't like the way he made her look at her game show. I think she loved him. I think she was confused. I think she was all in on him. I think she thought she was going to marry him. And then I think she was completely sideswiped with, oh, my God, you tricked me. Right. Yeah. Also, it does make it it, if you hear about all this, then I wonder if in the moment where because Frankly, I think now, in hindsight, he did do a pretty good acting job when he was saying to her, like, I don't care about the rose. Basically, he was like, let's you and me go right now. And she wouldn't she wouldn't say, "Okay." so I so maybe she in that moment felt in the room the way you can feel energy in a room. Not on We're not going to see it on a screen that she knew something was off, that she knew she wasn't answering him because she felt like, wait a minute. Something's not right here. Something's yeah. not not genuine. Something di- disingenuous is happening. Yeah. Although I will say when he did open up to her, it did feel really sweet. Like in the moment that he honest, opened yeah. up. And That's I, why I'm so confused. Well, I feel like he opened <laughs> up. And then I think when he felt vulnerable, like... The second it wasn't answered, look, she she was not good in the moment. She was it was a bad response. I'm not saying. I mean, she she did not. I see why he felt bad, but like once he felt exposed, he was so mean about how he like he mm-hmm. was, and like look, I think, and I also would think just knowing her history of abuse, like. Watching herself begging on her knees, somebody who's not giving her, who like in theory, if let's say he did just say he loved her, whatever, you fill a hole in my heart. And it wasn't exactly like he was so out and there was no getting through and like was kind of like so like, how can you be like, you're it. And then have no, no conversation at all afterwards. It was a shock reversal. It was a a, a (laughs) real turn. But this is yeah. this is a show where you boot people after you talk to them for 10 minutes. Like this whole thing where it's like, how can you switch from this to that when that's what this show is but about? Down, but we're down to the final three at this point. It's not like we're at like 35 guys. Like Normally you boot them. But Normally also, you boot them. It had to be insanely traumatic, more, more traumatic than any other Bachelorette. To just have a series of dudes just like bouncing, leaving because because they're good guys and they have these other things to go do. Right? <laughs> yes. She's I mean, just watching. She's just losing all the guys that are the good guys. Yeah. That F boy, F boy Blake is still just waiting at the end of the line. Yes, <laughs> this, that, that, I agree with that. Like that's what she didn't like. These guys are leaving on their own when yeah. I'm supposed to be the one booting them. Nobody. And she didn't like, like that. that. I would. So like by that. the time. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, like it's it's weird to me to hear 
people say he was mean because he wanted to leave. And it's like, it was the way he did him. it, but he didn't do it. Elegant. You know who did it elegantly? Michael. He right. didn't do it in a way that was like, you know what? Like he did it. In a way, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like he was like, so like the way he was like a little brat, like he didn't do it as a man, like as an adult, he was like a little <laughs> kid that was hurt. Fair. And, yeah. Like the way, it was the way it went that's down. That's how like he, he has been this entire yeah, series. Though. I think I, he was a I've, little not, bitch. I've not been rooting for him. I don't think no. he's, a, I think he's a, I think he's got a lot of old Wreck-It Ralph, uh, Buckethead. What's the last, yeah. uh, what's his name? Blake? Yeah. <laughs> after, after all that. Fake, fake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. <laughs> after, <laughs> after all that, and even like her being honestly upset with him after the final rose, like, he really did. He got more time. Gray got more time yeah. than Wreck It Ralph did. And 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 after even after all that, he's like, he's in. He just he's in. in. And by the way, I felt like he played it well. And he came out. He was like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" <laughs> and I enjoyed the say anything. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, the audience, you know, that was so cringe. So cringe. Every step of the way, Blake's part of the show was was heavily produced. Yeah, like yes. all the way through, they just went to Blake when they needed him. Yes. Well, let's talk about the do. fact that he went to his ex girlfriend became Neil Lane. Yes. With the yes. Yes. How weird was that when he had a boner on the air with Tasha, <laughs> and there she was. Like how how cringe was that? Oh. That's so weird. He was just yeah, getting a massage. Yes. And he got cold feet. And he got cold he feet. He would have. If Neil Lane was sitting there, he wouldn't have been thinking, hey, wait a second. Exactly. Is this the right woman for me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He was like, Tisha looks good. Yeah. It felt like that a little bit. And how about he Neil Lane? Really good, not, yeah. <laughs> uh, Neil Lane does not. Not he quarant- not. He's not willing to quarantine for yeah. two weeks. Yeah. No. He's but over it. I'll show my face. I'll show my face. A, he looked good on, on FaceTime. FaceTime, though. Yeah, we saw yeah. him. He looked good on FaceTime. I have to Neil say, Neil Lane may better. be an anti-vaxxer. I don't know. Oh, maybe. No, I don't care. I don't know. Who knows? Well, Wait. Who so, knows? okay. Can, may I who ask a question? Yes, please. Do, do you guys all think that Blake just completely faked the whole thing, yeah, and so did she? That. And she just had to do it and get engaged and like I'm engaged, like to make a happy ending. What do you think? What do you think the deal is now? All right, Jerry's hand went up. I was just going to say, I think it was Michael left, Greg left, and she was like, Blake, 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 if you propose, I'm in. Like, I, I, yes, I want, I'm not leaving without that rock. I lo- you you thought- love me, I love you. Even though I'm super against turning on a dime, I will turn right on that dime for you, buddy. But you're saying, but you up top said that you thought he was number one the whole time, Blake. Yes, I thought <laughs> I did. Oh, I thought they were right to, for each other. I thought okay. they were going to be like they were going to they both are just playing the bachelor sort of game. And I it made sense. And I was like, he's too Greg's too emo for her. She's too into the game. And they ended up together. And it was is it real love, though? No, not even kind of. It's like, let's get on this tour. Let's get our money. Let's sell these magazines. And then wow. whatever. I don't I have to say from her, I don't know about Blake. I can, from her, this is the least thirsty bachelorette I feel like we've seen in a while. She is not a pageant gal. I truly felt like she wanted to come find a husband. You meet her mom and her aunt who we need to talk to. Let's talk Aunt Lindsay. Good God. When Aunt Lindsay, when he he gave Aunt Lindsay the flowers and she threw them 
Threw them down. And then then she, Aunt Lizzie was just like, basically was like, here's what she needs. She's like, oh, you're back after you got rejected so many times. You ultimately mean nothing. You better be secure as fuck. We will not rely on a man. If we, if you are invited in, you should be so lucky. Like you piece of shit. Like, (laughs) Aunt Lindsay, would you rather go on? Okay, Jerry, would you rather, I know you can't stand Claire. Would you rather drive across coast to coast, Maine (sighs) to Baja with Aunt Lindsay or Claire? I would go to Neil Lane and I'd be like, I'm going to marry Claire. Yeah. Before I would go any, <laughs> before I would take a 10 minute drive with Aunt Lindsay. I need Doug Benson to talk to me about Aunt Lindsay. Doug Benson, give us your thoughts on Aunt Lindsay. I mean, I was, that's where Blake impressed me is that he just took it. He just took all of it and yep. acted like, yep, that's what, that's how it should work. I should be, uh, you know, I should be nothing in this family and completely disposable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't, that's what I was like. Oh, he so is he played it. He time. played it just right. He, he took yeah. his medicine. Oh, he Beck- was a monk about that. I was like, how is he oh. doing this? Yeah. Because he's back for the third time and he, he doesn't care. He doesn't he care. care. Nope. Yeah. She's Rob, how, what would you do if you had to meet Aunt Lindsay, Rob? Um, I would uh, crawl into a little ball. And hide. I mean, not hide. Protect your genitals. Would you rather go on a road trip with Aunt Lindsay or Chad? (laughs) Well, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. I did respect Aunt Lindsay's candor. Oh, God. Is that what we're calling this? Well, Chad, I can't be in a car with Chad. No, he'd kill you. But so would Aunt Lindsay. I actually have to say, Rob, I've thought about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel that you would be the best host of The Bachelor. And here's why. Wow, great. Like you're fun and you're relatable and you're easy to talk to, but you won't you won't give off like the creep vibes. Like there's no part that would be like so girls. Like like I feel like you'd be rooting for them, but you'd also be like cute and charming and like relatable Mm -hmm. in a way. I also see both sides. I I honestly like as we're talking about this whole thing, I'm like you know, you're right. Greg did have a good point there. Oh, right. But Katie, actually, she had a good point, too. And you know. I feel like you would be a good host also, like, with the guys. You'd be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Like, yeah. yeah. Totally. yeah. Like, like, don't you yeah. think Rob would be the yeah. best host? He'd be great. He would He'd be, be yeah. great. No. Thank you. Thank you. Going back. Doug, Doug Benson, yes. Going back and watching, you know, I've been watching a lot of Bachelor and Bachelorette that I, I missed over the years. And going back, this. going back, it is uh, a little bit... Um, surprising how little screen time chris harrison got yes like he really isn't around that much and it seems to like now faded over into like like f boy island like nikki glazer hosts that and she just sort of pops in and she's funny when she pops in but you know like these shows can go so hostless the the paradise i think is going to be really fun because like uh you know, I've seen David the footage Spade. of David Spade, and it's more fun to see David Spade greet these people than Chris yes. Harrison, just because yes. it's David Spade. You know, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Lance he likes Bass the show, and he's interested in the characters and stuff. Yeah. Lance Bass did uh, our podcast last week, and he mm-hmm. hosted episode two and three. And I oh. we asked him how he was, and he was like, "It was amazing." And he doesn't know what happens, like. Because he's also a super fan of the show. So he was talking oh about like being at the resort, 
how exciting it was to walk through the doors, like mm-hmm. all of it. Like it was like he couldn't believe he was at Paradise. And That's he said amazing. that it's because he so he hosts episodes two and three and he said people because it wasn't on last year and it's the best part of the franchise. He yep. was like people came for air time. Like they came to play. They it she's like, it is crazy. Wow. They came to play and I can't wait. I can't believe Fab Fit Fun Codes. Uh I can't believe what's her name is back. Um, Demi. Demi, yeah. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Back. And I think dating guys and gals. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's gonna it's, be great. It's going to yeah, be so great. This will be my first Captain Bachelor approved. in Paradise. Captain oh, my God. Jerry. Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Thanks, it's guys. It's worth watching the old ones, Jerry. I'm really excited. The, I think that – I think that <laughs> – I mean, D- Doug, tell us if you're wrong, but uh, if we're wrong because it's most recent. But I do think that Carly and Evan – although the one before that with Tanner and Jade is a great season two. I'd, I'd, say, season I'd, two. I'd say just skip season one. There's no yeah, reason. Start with season two. Season two and sure. three are great. Those are two mm-hmm. great seasons. Yeah, and four has got some – so far has some interesting stuff. That's where I am now. It's got Carly's that was, wedding. It's season Is that four. the one with consent where Chris Harrison teaches them about That's consent? the one where Chris Chris has a whole speech where uh, they all have to individually say that they understand how consent works. And, of right. course, that's something they probably have never done to another other contestant ever since. Right, wow. right. <laughs> you know, right. maybe right. in the paperwork, maybe right. maybe you have to sign something, but right. But it was really weird the way they went around the room, like it was the emergency exit row, and you have to say yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> right, right. And it was the two that weren't consenting that had consent issues were gone. The rest of them right. had, had to sit there, and you know, it's like I feel like it happens at comedy clubs. Like they'll say you can only have two drinks when you're playing the comedy club because uh, the headliner last week drank too much and we we have to put a limit on how much you can have. Like it sucks when one person's behavior then ruins it for everybody right. else that's, right. that's about to come. Circling back after Aunt Lindsay, I have to say meeting Katie's mom and Aunt Lindsay, seeing that she's kind of alone. And Katie doesn't strike me as somebody who's trying to become like the next Access Hollywood reporter. Like she actually right. feels – she feels like she, to me, was looking for a partner, like like mm-hmm. more than I think a lot of the gals have recently. Like I felt like this is a woman who who felt sort of alone and like she she wanted to find a person and like maybe she'd had some bad guys and wanted to pick. And, and I will say every step of the way throughout the season, one of the things I liked about her as a bachelorette was she didn't feel manipulated by the producer. She seemed to like – not keep like as soon as somebody was like drama normally i feel like they would get strung along for weeks to wreak havoc like and she would just cut people immediately so to me i didn't feel like she was just doing it i mean there could have been a little getting engaged to prove to greg that she was fine but i don't know that she was doing it for people magazine covers i don't know paget what do you think I, she doesn't seem that way to me either. And it almost feels like maybe there was that turning point. I bet she did sign a contract where when she said, I want someone to book me a flight home, they then explained that's not possible. You'll be on yeah. the hook for the cost of each episode that we don't right. shoot if you go. And so I don't know if she just shook hands with the devil and t- decided to get engaged to Blake or if there was an emotional component to it, Doug, what do you think? Doug, what do you think? 
I think she's, uh, you know, the first Bachelorette that was more like Cinderella. Like, she's just magically suddenly the Bachelorette, but doesn't have any of the training for such a thing. She's a bank Hi. manager. Uh-huh. She managed hey. a bank. She's a sweet, funny girl who managed a bank and showed up with a dildo the first day. You know what I mean? Like she did. <laughs> I love this really, idea. The Cinderella. I love it. She's mm-hmm. not like all the girls that have been the Bachelorette are women that have succeeded at every step of their life. They're like the yep. cream of the crop. They're not yes. a bank manager. <laughs> you know, no offense to bank managers. A bank manager in the Pacific Northwest, you know, who likes to, yep. you know, go with a canteen and take a long walk. You know, and then now she's in designer clothes that are picked for her, and she doesn't know to say, "Oh, this looks dumb." By the way, apparently <laughs> she she styled herself, and it I actually, it shows that she is the bank manager. Yeah. I, I think Mom she got a lot of stuff yeah, from Amazon, like. Those were all her clothes. She oh didn't. My God. She said she didn't let them style her. That she maybe the last gown the dress she explains a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, you can she, tell she was real. <laughs> look, she's a cute. She's a beautiful gal, but like she's real basic, and she always looked like a cute bank manager. Mm-hmm. And she's she she could look. Tasha looked great. Like Tasha's got her stylist through the roof. Mm-hmm. Like. If I were the Bachelorette, I'd be like, just get me Tasha's stylist and like, like, let's do this. Like, make me over Hollywood. But like, she, I think, stayed true to being a bank manager. She went to Kohl's and got her, you know, t-shirts and Kohl's boots. Yeah. Yeah. But do you, so you, so, but here's my question. If she's not the typical, and I agree with, is a Cinderella, was that Doug or Rob? I love that idea. Yeah, I think, I think that's true. But then... Is she being disingenuous to get engaged to Blake? Or did she decide this is my pretty princess moment and I want it all? I feel to me, looking at it, I th- this is I'm just it's just a guess. You've been isolated. You're like Stockholm syndrome. You're all your friends, like you're you're like you're you're crazy, you're tired, you're emotional. She's just had a whirlwind of like two dudes that she really liked that were like Rejecting peace out. Her. And one okay. of them being kind of mean. And you're like, what happened? And then you got to go on this date. They they throw the water paint. Like, and again, I do think it was a smart date of like, does this just do something physical and kind of sexy just to like, because she's got the contract. So she's got to finish it out. So like, and then like, it's not super chatty. It's just kind of fun. And then it is fun to throw, you know, she's in her cute little overalls. They're throwing water. Like she does like this guy. And I wonder if there's a crack of like just when you're crazy enough, when your heart's been like the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else of like, of like, well, he's sexy and nice and he's man enough to take it. He's not scared that I wanted to leave. Like maybe this is destiny. I think your brain can go, no, no, this is it. This is, I think your brain can talk Mm. you into destiny. Well, maybe not destiny, but like, let's get through this TV show and then. You know, she's going to move to Ontario, Canada. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, the hammer. She's going to move to Hamilton. And he, and he goes to Africa for a month. He thinks he might be doing have on a project. You, have you he's been, got a project where he's going to go to Africa for a month. She had two unemployed dudes <laughs> that she was picking between. Have you played Yuck Yucks Hamilton? Have you played the Hamilton Yuck Yucks? 
The hammer? Uh, I, I haven't yuck yucked uh, much. I yuck yucked in Vancouver once. <laughs> I love the yuck yucks. And I got to tell you, I've played the yuck yucks hammer twice. And it's actually a blast. And it's like tough living in the hammer. Like it is like, it's not Vancouver Stanley Park. Like it's like <laughs> the hammer. Like he's living in the hammer. For What does that mean? What do you mean? That's, like it's that's just a like. Nickname. Like it's a little more industrial. It's a little more. Like it's a little more, it's cold. I think it's a little more blue collar. Like it's a little more mills. Like it's, it's, it's a little rougher than like, yeah, she's not moving to like Montreal or or Vancouver. She's moving to the hammer, which I loved the hammer, (laughs) but like, it's so cold that it's all underground malls that are connected. Like the back. Yeah. You gotta go, you gotta go. Like you go down in order to get to the club, you like exit through the Starbucks in the lobby underground, and then it turns at the back of the Starbucks is a mall, and then you walk through the mall underground so your face doesn't freeze off, and then you so it's like, like so a town pe- of mole people. Yeah, mole yeah, people. It's a mole. Yeah, mole and then people. you go like underground, and then there's like a there's like a there's like discount clothing stores underground, and then you like find the elevator to the comedy. That's that's how you're living like a few months a year. You house. open the hotel end table and there's no Bible. It's just a bottle of maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> um, look at that. Is that a fly swatter? Yes, there's a huge fly. I'm pretty sure Paget's playing badminton. But the Keep size that you had handy. You had that handy. Because these flies make me crazy. Oh my god, Paget's on fire. Okay, I'm going to take a quick ad break while Paget kills the fly. <laughs> she's, she's going in and out of frame. That is hilarious. Okay, oh, we're going to take a break while she kills the fly, and we'll be right back to talk about. We're going to talk about Sweet Justin and his faces when we come back. It's time to get sexy. Oh yeah. I need a sexual timeout. And we're back. Um, okay, you guys, let's talk about Justin for one second. The poor guy didn't even get a junk, jump leg wrap. I have to say I agree with him when he <laughs> said I was just there, like I was there by default, basically, because yeah. everybody else had left. You know, Justin. I was, was surprised just, how much he cared. I know, and it was at the, at the, at the after the final rose when he was like <laughs> choked up. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. sweet, really yeah. sweet. Yeah, I mean, too, too good, but, too good for her. Yeah. yeah, just just not. Oh, I loved his faces too. I He's, loved yeah. his faces. He's gonna and his reaction to it. Like I didn't know. I didn't, will he yeah. be bachelor? Because I want him. Katie he, his face is great TV. Katie Fabulous. thinks yes. I think I that, think there's a real possibility him or maybe Andrew. But I would love I Justin. Is, I think he. I but, he was I would, never. I, I was going to say, he's never a villain. He was always, like, on the right side. Of things. Always, yeah. yeah. I'm patting myself on the back. Go to the tape. I called Blake, and Justin is back in the next Bachelor. Now, here's what I want to say, though. I fear, because there's a whole other Bachelorette, I hmm. bet they pick from Michelle's season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Or maybe they should. I mean, truly, yeah. there was no one here that was like, Oh, that guy. You know? Yeah, I mean, Andrew true. was a sweetie pie, but um, yeah, Andrew's I think get a girl though. I mean, he was just like, yeah, he's so, so cute. And like sweet. he came off so great on the show, and he's so cute. Like, and he's smart. He'll get, he'll get a really. I'm nice excited. Girl. I'm. It's interesting watching the ads from Paradise. I feel like 
I feel like the great break of the pandemic has made my memory. I don't know if you guys have this. My memory. I don't know who Michelle is. I don't know who you're talking about. My memory is gone. (laughs) She was the athlete. I think she was from Minnesota. Remember they played basketball. She was the teacher. She was the teacher. But they played like that. She was. Runner up. They were riding bicycles, Matt James, and he was being rambunctious, and they they wrecked their bicycles. She played. She had the sweetest family. They played basketball. The whole Mm -hmm. family played basketball when the family came in. Young, yes, young, yeah. She was my favorite. So she's the next bachelorette that's going to start immediately after Paradise. So great. She was tall and cool and like sporty, and she was a teacher. Her kids came on and they asked questions. Yes, Jerry. I have a question because I you asked a question at the beginning, yes, which was, how do you feel about this season? And we all kind of went, Bleh. I, I feel <laughs> like the fun of the bachelor is, or the, the franchise oh, is Michelle. when they're traveling around. Like yes! they're yeah. stuck at these yeah. crap ass hotels. Like yes. La Quinta at least had the context of this is the first thing we're doing during covid like yes. right. it was interesting at this right. point after I'm Matt and now this i'm we're just at a like high in albuquerque I yeah, know. yeah and the bull water balloon paintball thing yeah. sucks it's like these I know. dates yep. suck. i know i know i believe no the same way. wait katie katie Levine, Is, talk to are us. they katie. going to start traveling with michelle uh, michelle's that's my yes. question yes katie i like michelle i remember michelle now i looked katie. her up katie Levine, talk so i know where they're filming the beginning of michelle's season um, so it is, sorry, hold on. I just have, are they, but I'll they're not doing the Calabasas. They're not back at the mansion. No. So they're going to start it at the Renaissance Esmeralda resort and spa in Indian Wells, California. So that's right near La Quinta. It's like the same area. I miss the mansion. <laughs> I miss the mansion. Then they are going to travel reportedly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they they're starting to. out there and then they're going to travel. The shows guess, are getting so guess, boring and stale. Just within the yeah. U.S. I, it's, going well, it says, it says one location. I don't know if you want me to say it. Do you want me to say it? Say it, yes. yeah, Minnesota, yeah, yeah. It says they're going to go to Minnesota for sure, but it sounds like they're going to go some other places. But it's still <laughs> like it's filming right now. Like oh they God, started end a, of July. Give me a Bards. Give me a Jamaica. Everybody must be I feel like they're staying domestic. Minnesota. They have, right? All right, fine, fine. I don't know. Me. Give me an Atlanta. Give me Nashville. The Give resort looks like, like a Crested Butte, Colorado. <laughs> the resort looks I mean, really nice, go, by the way. They used to go to some islands for yeah. the end of it. Yeah, they would yeah. always like, go to Sandals, Bahamas. Let's, let's go to Puerto Rico. You yeah. know? Yes. And remember the, to... the final, I mean, the final moment should be at this, the most beautiful yeah. place you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, let's go to the together. Dominican. This was on oh, a, what, Rob, you don't like just like fire scrub brush country? Like you don't love that with like Navajo carpets hanging off ladders? So many blankets. So many blankets. I, I also feel like she got the low budge season where they were busy fighting the lawsuit from Chris Harrison. And <laughs> and and Katie thinks that or maybe Anna, somebody thought that they had the crew that was like not their normal crew that they needed the tax credit from New Mexico. So it was like the local, local. crew that's to a, get the tax credit. That's what oh, I said in the beginning. I felt kind of bad about it. But like the camera work was really sloppy, especially in the beginning. Like the zooms were just like terrible. And I was like, who did they hire? <laughs> their eye was not on the ball. They were like dealing with Chris Harrison going, I know where all the bodies are buried. Remember that intern you got pregnant like that? Like they were busy dealing with his settlement. His golden parachute. Yeah. And like, and, and then also having kind of like 
blown it with Matt James. And then, by the way, he is back together with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, they're hanging out. I think it's all, you know, they just went, oh, shit, we're not really, no one's paying attention to us, especially her. So let's right. let's hang Ooh. out. And, and Claire you know. Dale. Yes. Yes, Padgett. Does anyone think that this uh, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez thing is real? Because I, I, I love can't it. Tell. I love it I so much. I love it. Yes, you I do? love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love that she's like, you know what, A-Rod? Oh, you've been <laughs> fucking around with this Southern Charm star from Bravo when you're with fucking J-Lo? Guess what? I'm going to have the dirtiest sex in the world with this maniac barely sober addict with an eagle back tattoo who's gonna like fuck me every which way to sunday all over capri in front of every paparazzi we can call you piece of shit that's yeah like, Ar- 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 argo fuck yourself argo fuck yourself. have you heard have you heard that theory that like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, like one can't be doing well without the other sort of stumbling. They they live in this like alternate. So like (laughs) Matt Damon was doing great. Ben Affleck was kind of on the rocks, but now Ben Affleck is back with JLo and Matt Damon is like, kind of like, I guess he's, made some comment about a homophobic slur. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did? So, so now he's yeah. covering, for, he's recovering from that. And it's like, I love they're on it. this like weird this yo-yo. So they're yeah, like they're attached this by a chain they to can't, some they, success meter. Yeah. yeah. And like, they can't both do well. Like it's the law. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the, they're like the Highlander. There can only be one. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I love her. Like literally you, you think about with A-Rod too. It's like, you're with J-Lo. Like, what do you yeah. want, bro? She doesn't <laughs> age. She's never looked better. She killed yeah. it at the Super Bowl. Like, she's, like, fucking billionaire. Like, what do you want, bro? And it's like, <laughs> oh, I'll show you. I will go back to the, like, the just, you know they have crazy sex everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I love it. And he's like, you know, putting all that sort of Jones in energy towards like, you know, he's just like hooked on J-Lo. I love you think that. they put on Gili while they're doing it? <laughs> yeah, I saw that in the theater. The soundtrack. Oh, I, bet. I think I saw it opening night. I'm trash. You need to know. I, look, I'm a trash person, but I make no bones about that. I'm pretty upfront about it. What about Schwimmer and uh, Aniston? Did you hear about that? What? Yeah, no. just told me that. That's been debunked already. Wait, what's the rumor? What's the rumor? The rumor was they're together. They're not. Well, that's the whole story. It was like raging for a whole day or two. Wow. Because did you guys watch the Friends reunion and they talked about how they like had crushes on each other and it just like the timing never worked. Yeah, there was a rumor. I I heard that they they dated early (laughs) on. Right, but there was a rumor like yesterday, the day before that like. They're together now. Together now. I love it. I love it. All right. Here we go. We're going to close. We'll land this plane. So overall, I think Justin, unfortunately for Justin, this won't have aired before they shot Paradise. (laughs) I wish for Justin's sake that all the gals of Paradise, maybe he gets like in a perfect world, he could go to Paradise next year. So all the ladies would know just how spectacular Justin is. Um, but they won't have seen this before they actually right. sh- went and shot it in Sayulita. Uh So the aunt is there, you know. So then he's freaking out. He goes to his ex-girlfriend, Neil Lane. You know, she shows up. And basically, 
he's fully in a panic attack. Like, like, yeah, like, with Tasha, and yeah, I. I mean, these producers are earning their money of like, well, you're not getting a plane ticket home. And like, you better pick a ring, bro. Like, do you think Tasha's saying to him, if you're not going to propose, she's expecting a proposal. And if you're not doing it, you have to let her go. Do you think that was enough to get him? What what was his thought process to go from frozen in fear, looking at like a pear-shaped diamond, to actually pulling the trigger? I'm not Doug Benson. I think he just saw Aunt Lindsay going around his head. We don't care. We <laughs> exactly. don't need you. We don't care. We don't you. need I, you. I think Aunt Lindsay really did do. I agree with you that he, she did do a number. Uh, Doug, what do you think got him on the other side of that? I, I think he just the. Uh, the seriousness of uh, pretending to, you know, not pretending, but like, you know, this ramped up love that he has. I mean, that's really, you're really going to get checked when the, the person who shows up to help you pick out a ring is the, the woman that you were previously uh, in, in love, love with. with. And, yeah. right. you know, <laughs> hoping to uh, get married with, you know, so yeah, it's just, uh, it's just an interesting choice. Like why did, you know, the producers knew what they were doing. They could have had the other lady. They could have yeah, had uh, Bristow do Caitlin. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but they said it tasted because it's just I, like let's let's make this as weird as possible. They yeah. probably had Claire on the phone and she was too busy <laughs> with Taco Dale making a salad. By the way, <laughs> we had uh, Jim Jeffries was on who loves the Bachelorette, and he was saying that he got like a not a baby Bjorn, but like a swaddle, and it was on their registry because they're having a baby and. The model, the male model holding the baby swaddle that the one that they're registered for is Dale. Dale. (laughs) What? How crazy is that? No way. Yeah. He's a model. That's crazy. How did you feel when they went to Felicia, the energy healer, and they had to light oh Zazobra God. on fire? Zazobra. And I say they're all Zazobra. Their fears, Zazobra, all their fears and insecurities. And he said he was he had a fear of being stagnant in life, and she had to let go of her fear of abandonment, fear of not being pretty enough, fear of not being good enough for Blake, fear of losing him, fear of heartbreak. How did you feel watching Zazobra? Jerry Trainer, I know you have some feelings. It just is so weird and out of the blue. And like, what are we doing? And this is, we're just filling time and just wrap it up already. I feel like they were trying to get rid of Aunt Lindsay. I think they were trying to exercise <laughs> Aunt Lindsay. That you think like- Aunt Lindsay was inside Zazobra and they burned her alive? <laughs> Somebody was. was. like Midsommar. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> All of a sudden, Bachelorette Wicker Man edition. Yeah, it was the weirdest, like, Rose It's full Bowl. of bees. It's full of bees. <laughs> but it was actually Nicholas, moving. Nicholas Cage and Aunt Lindsay are inside. So Zobra, so Zobra had resting, I'm about to be set on fire face. Like, so Zobra really... was animated in a way that I actually felt like they spent some money on that puppeteering situation. Like, the Zobra yeah. was moving. I think it's a real tradition. I think that thing's a real thing that they burn every year. Katie's uh, looking forward to Katie Levine with our, with our facts. Talk to us. Yeah, it's like they do it every year. It's in Santa Fe, I think. And I saw someone tweet that they're from New Mexico and they said um, oftentimes it'll like make a moaning noise and it's very oh. upsetting. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like a lobster going yeah. into the pot. Really upsetting. So the, there are oh. electronics in there that they're burning. 
Yeah. I mean, like, it blew up like there's, like, fireworks or something. Again, terrible fire danger. I said it on the other show, but stop doing this in dry climates. What the fuck are you doing? Just don't do that. I did kind of find – there's a side of me that's a little bit of a maniac, and uh, I was very – there's, like, my crazy side, my late-night ardent side was, like – Get me to Santa Fe. I need to burn shit in Zozobra. Like, Zobra. I like that appealed to me of being like. Let's go. See yeah. if you can get next year. We'll all go burn Zozobra together. Hey. Katie, find out when they when they burn the zebra. I would go. I literally, we could go to Meow Wolf, that art installation. We could go to Meow Wolf and to Zozobra. Do you need a Zozobra license? How hard yeah. is it to get a Zozobra? Yeah. You what need a handler. You need a... Is there a two-week waiting list for to burn as a Zobra? You have to quarantine you for two ever, weeks. Did you ever see Matt Damon and We Bought as Zobra? <laughs> <laughs> That's when Ben Affleck was doing badly. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, this year, it's Friday, September 3rd, 2021. So it'll probably oh, be I... next September, oh, too. Day now. Oh, my God. Again, why oh, are they doing this in the height of, like, you fire know, the dry season. Season. Fire danger. <laughs> But yeah, it's yeah, nice, like, you know, warm like weather, it's an outdoor thing. I would love, I mean, if it's so hot. I wish they were doing it like in the winter, like a Thanksgiving. Like if we could all meet oh, at Meow Wolf nice. and then go burn shit. Yeah, you guys, Zobra. I have to tell you, this is the co- it has like contact info. There's a whole website. It's called burnsthezobra.com. I want and the website is it really appealed to me. I, actually, I got stuff I got to let go of. But yeah, I don't know if it, it's like a big event in Santa Fe every year. I don't know if you can actually buy one. I mean, clearly the Bachelorette well, did. Maybe they're doing off-season Zozebra for us. I would love that. Do you think we could get like a, we could do like a special live <laughs> a podcast winter, A winter Zozebra. He could wear darker clothes. Yeah, and I would uh, love that. After Labor Day. You guys have <laughs> so much hat. merch. Oh, my God. Look, is it cute? Do no. I have <laughs> No. This guy, Zozebra, you... had a giant, giant red cummerbund on. Cummerbund on. <laughs> it was insane. I want you to wear a cummerbund, Captain. I There's want... no bee in cummerbund. I want Doug's Except for the bund. <laughs> wait, wait, Doug. What is it? It's a cummer. Cummerbund. Cummerbund. <laughs> Captain Cummerbund. <laughs> Rob Benedict, do you want to go to... I, I'm not even exaggerating when I no, was like... No, give me... and excited. Were you excited by Zozobra? Yeah, give me Zozobra any day I'm of the week. I'm going this year. I'm going in a couple of weeks. If I was going to be in Hawaii, like, <laughs> like, like, you know, expelling bad vibes from my year, I would be right there with you burning shit as Zozobra. No, I, I, want, <laughs> I want a good Zozobra party in the but, winter. I mean, I think in the winter it would be nice. Can we like request said. another Zozobra? It's only I just looked it up at Amazon. We just got to get in with the Zozobra people, and I, I'm sure they're very nice. It sounds Why like it's once our, a year, guys. I don't let's know. book our rooms for 2022 Zozobra. I love Santa Fe. I've been there. It's amazing. Meow Wolf is yeah, great. It's, it's a great. real cute town. Great food. Let's do it. I'm totally Oh, my God. I look cute in turquoise. I want Jerry to wear a lot of bolo ties. Done. If it doesn't moan when it's burning to death, then I want my money back. I'll give you your money back. <laughs> yes. All right. 
All right, so here we are. So they go to Zizobra. Then there are cummerbunds. And cummerbunds, no. And then, uh, (laughs) no. And then, so she's like, if they're not getting engaged, then you got to let her go. And then Blake is like, she's all in. At this point, she's like, Blake's a love I've never had before. Um, He's truly my soulmate. I'm 10 million percent going to say yes if he proposes. So then at first, she's in her fucking mermaid gown. He appears to be in like a depressed person sweatsuit. Jerry? I just have a question about the gown. Yeah. That flesh-colored boob yeah. apron yeah. is <laughs> awful. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Awful. And awful. under this, all yeah. under awful. the armpit. The only time yeah. to me that she got her outfit right was I thought she looked perfectly cute at the after the final rose. The rest felt like it was a may I speak to the the sassy bank man. There was a lot of blazer dresses. Wait, no. The after the oh, final no. rose where she wore she the looked, white dress that was constantly reflecting I she diamante uh, lights on oh. to what then appeared to be a double chin. The worst. Oh, I didn't see that. I thought she in Terrible. person probably looked cute with her ponytail. I thought yes, she was in cute. person, but the lights start bouncing. I know. I ha- I wore a dress once that had a bib of sequins, and it yeah. looked like I had <sighs> a chartreuse beard. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Um, she had she had some decent gowns along the way that she looked good in that I that yes, must have yes. been provided by yes. the show. She had a cute – I remember she had a cute leather dress that she looked very exciting in. There was a few um, – but I, I have to say I liked Katie. I thought she was a cute gal. I thought she was a nice person. I know that Jerry's not a fan. I felt well, I I just, she was sweet. I liked it, her. I just remember where she came from, right? She was the tattletale. Like, and then, and then she comes off as like, I'm super sex positive. But are you or are you kind of repressed? I don't know. And it just – She's, it feels I think ABC like she's putting on a thing. I'm sure that ABC like- definitely was so excited that a woman had a vibrator that they were going to like, be like, Gen Z loves sex positivity. Let's get some of the kids. But I feel like we're all picking up on this. Who is she type of thing? We all have this, like, she's a bank manager. She wouldn't be calculated, but it's like, you got to remember this is intoxicating. She, this is a lot of attention and a lot of possible money. And it's like, yeah, maybe she's not trying to like sell magazine covers, but at a certain point, even a bank manager will turn, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll get sort of corrupted and sucked in. Yeah. She's, she's like a, you know, she's playing the influencer game. She doesn't seem to be just tweeting like, uh, you know, or Instagramming just because the show asked her to, I think she, you know, it feels like she's enjoying the intention. It really is Is a whole Cinderella thing with her. I I haven't looked at her feed. Is she tweeting? Like, is she endorsing slim tea and cat pajamas and whatever? Like what is she? Flesh colored boob aprons. That's her thing. (laughs) Boob, flesh colored boob, uh, come, cummerbunds. Yes. I think she'll be doing a lot of that kind of stuff because um, a lot of the like some of the rejects from uh, the, from Matt James season are are huge influencers now. And they're like mm-hmm. they all jet around and visit each other and they're all all the girls love each other and hang out like Kit Keenan's like their leader. It's crazy. Who's wow. the leader? Like, oh, really, Kit. Kit's the leader. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because she's, you know, she's the her mother's a famous fashion designer. So like she's like 
She's oh, doing oh, influencing videos every day. Yeah, yeah. Really? And, uh, Katie, they Katie all Levine. hang out together. They're all friends. It's really, uh, it's wild. Really? Katie Levine, you're leaning forward. I'm, I'm what do you looking have? at her Instagram, and there are like there's an ad for um, like a makeup thing, or she like, or she like will tag a ton of you know makeup and clothing companies. So she is an influencer. She's now an yeah. influencer. Yeah, okay. I mean, you'd be dumb not. You'd be dumb not to do it. It's mainly just photos of her, and then just like a ton of places tagged in them, like companies tagged in them. Oh. A lot of photos from the show. There's a photo of her kissing Blake, and it says "Happy fucking birthday, honey bear." Uh, from today, I mean, that's love. Two days that's ago. love. Uh, There's so much swearing around the love word. There's that. Yeah. I know. And she was yes. like, I fucking love you. Oh, look I at just that. fucking yeah, love she you. Oh, a lingerie ah. photo. Okay. Oh, shit. She looked good, this though. great. Jeez. God. Dude, I would post that every day if that's what I looked like. <laughs> if I looked like that, I, I would. But yeah, too. I mean, it was a lot of photos from the show, but there's definitely, like, some ads. There's, not, there's no, like, hey, use my FabFit fun whatever box code or anything like that yet um rob benedict how do you feel my friend um i feel pretty good <laughs> i feel pretty good about everything yeah. <laughs> you don't appear to um yeah no i feel all, i feel all right um i'm ready for the next one you know what yeah. i mean i i feel like this was paradise Paradise. Yeah, paradise. Paradise. I'm paradise. Really well, I'm so I love paradise. paradise. You guys, I love yes. it. Doug, talk, As talk. a captain, I kind of have to like anything that's you know nautical. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. The use the use of all the 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 living creatures on the oh, island, like they're always cutting the, away the crabs. The crabs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, right? Katie Levine. Katie I, Levine. I just want to say she did something really cool on her Instagram. It looks like she and Blake went to California Wildlife Center, which is a wildlife rehab center in Calabasas. I have brought animals there. And they like posted a bunch of stories from there. And that's really cool. It's like a nonprofit. Oh. I brought a squirrel there. Yeah, I brought a squirrel there that had fallen from a tree and was hurt. And um, they helped the squirrel. And I brought oh. other animals there. And they're and, really great. Crazy. Because he, he's, he's an animal yeah, guy. He, so they probably went there. But I just love that she posted, like, tagging them. That's cool. I like that. Good. Nice. Okay, so wait a minute. I want to talk for one second to Doug. So Jerry's never watched Paradise. You'd never watched it before recently. You went on a bender. For anybody yeah. out there, the, any of our listeners who are like, I don't do Paradise, please explain why it's the most important television on TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> they let these characters that you know, for me it's like kind of like a celebrity poker tournament or anytime celebrity anything happens, they get all these characters that you know from previous seasons. You know their strong suits. You know the ones that are going to be villains. You know, you know, the ones you're concerned about overall. And then they just, uh, you know, throw them on this island. But the thing is, is they keep adding people constantly. And if like you hum- don't horny, pair up, horny if, musical you, chairs. <laughs> if you do not pair up, you're out. You either have yeah. to be so solid with somebody as a friend that they'll save you or you have to be in a couple. So it is just the is it's the most vicious uh, people <laughs> saying they're in love. And then two seconds later. A, a contestant walks in from a previous season that that's the one they were hoping would show up and yeah. then they just turn on them. And it's just, it's so vicious, but also it has way more comedy in it. Like the opening yes. credits, they make Hilarious. each of them look like an absolute asshole doing some stupid thing on the beach. Yeah. They don't have uh, to the, protect to anyone. They're not fire. protecting the lead. They're <laughs> exactly. not protecting the also, lead. Also, <laughs> we've found out, I don't. this is going to change the game now, though. Usually, contestants had been sleeping with each other at Stagecoach before they showed up on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, right. no one's been able to go to a festival. 
Okay, so they're but, really going to bang it out. But to Doug's <laughs> point about the opening credits, we talked to somebody who was the editor and they were saying like that they never have to – on Paradise, during The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, no matter who your lead is, even if the producers end up fucking hating them, they still have to edit them like Cinderella or Prince Charming. They have to protect their lead. On mm-hmm. as To Doug's point, they're fools in the opening credits – no one is protected. And on Bachelor in Paradise. And that's what's fun about it. Yeah. I'm in. Totally. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Well, there's a guy There's a guy in the season I'm watching now I'm obsessed with. His thing in the opening credits is he goes like this, and then he goes like this, and then he winks. There's like, he does nothing. And I'm obsessed <laughs> with it week after week. You know, each episode, <laughs> I'm just obsessed with like, why did he do that? Why did they say that was good? Are they trying to make fun of him? Who is it? Is that- I forget his name, but he, I think he even gets eliminated in the episode I'm watching right now, but it's, it's, and sometimes it's so it changes. Crazy. Sometimes it changes. And then when a new person comes on, then they get one. It's, and, it's super fun. It's like yeah. the bachelor gets out of the way. And, and the here's the other thing. Through. It's also like, there's more real romances. Like people actually fall in love. There's a more successful, yeah. like couplings mm-hmm. that happen. But let's say Jerry, let's say that like, you're obsessed with Paget. You've been flirting with Paget. She was not on oh, your slate. Yeah. Like, you want Paget, and you yes. go, you know you know. Yeah, let's Padgett. let's just say that. Okay, and Padgett. Let's try and imagine that. And Paget's <laughs> not. You know that she's going to be on this season, but you show up, and it's only me and Katie. So you've got to like convince me that you're oh, like yeah, you got to oh, pair Arnie. up. You got to convince me that we that we we're having a coupling, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, and then and then Easy. lo and behold, lo and behold, either then you might actually start to like me or yeah. not. But then let's say so. Then a couple weeks go by, but you're kind of waiting, and then Paget shows up. Paget shows and up, I and I greg your ass. Then you greg my ass, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then you're gone. You greg me, and then and then and then so I have to scramble, and I'm like. Oh hey, hey Doug! Listen, I love your mutton chops. Yeah, Jerry, that was just like a thing. But the yeah, whole time, I just like, been sitting over here chilling, having drinks with Jorge, waiting for somebody to need somebody to save them. Yes, like it is. It is all strategy, but also yep. love, and it's great. It's, uh, and it's weird so couples happen. I'm yeah. so I'm so unusual psyched. couplings, and it's also because you've now because we've really ruined you as a person, Jerry. Yes, you've yeah. now watched enough seasons. Like you're such a great, uh, like you guys truly have been both such spectacular rookies that both of you have now watched enough seasons that you know all these farm teams. You know all the farm teams. If <laughs> you're like, oh shit, there's Victoria. Like she looks a little different. You know, like that. Like do they pick only from sort of the most recent seasons? No, sometimes. Sometimes they do some old school, like, wait, yeah. who? Sometimes so I won't, I won't know those people. Sometimes, they'll, people... Pick people, sometimes they'll pick people that were in eliminated night one. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. who is that? Like, yeah. And, and then do they, they remind you? Do they refresh you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah not really. Yeah, a little. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll hear people be like, who is that? Like, and sometimes like the women are super fucking hot and then it's threatening. It's like, we, was she, she got cut first night on Matt James' season. Like, uh-huh. like, and then they, they, they didn't even know to be nervous about so and so because they've never heard of them. Like, and then they come mm. in and they're like a smoke show. Yeah. They come in really with some real, real preconceived notions. And they also bring back 
people from seasons where like if two guys were contentious in a season, oh, they're going to be on that oh, island. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You right. know, there's going to be that. You know, there's going to be those two guys that were just on that were like, bro, I told you never to mention that we bury bodies in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever those two guys. <gasps> how did you pronounce oh San Diego? San Diego. San Diego. That's right. That's how you do it. That's how you say it, right? Well, yeah, I think he added some syllables, but uh, did, you see, the, did you see in the preview someone says get your get my name out of your mouth? Someone yeah, like, yeah they do it. Oh. It's sweaty Thomas is there. Sweaty Thomas is like extra sweaty because he's on a sweaty beach. <laughs> I think that guy I think A Aaron is there. Like Yeah, like, Captain Metaphor. Yeah, A Aaron oh, up against is Thomas. There. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Carl, be, Carl is there. Carl, the motivational speaker, the the yeah. uh, the, uh, oh, no. the self help yeah. yeah. help guru. We've got Victoria's there. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. And yeah. like, you never know the order that they get released. That they get released, like right. into the population. And right. a lot yeah. of are like, I'm here, bitches. <laughs> the queen is here, bitches. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of like bow down bitches like as people but men oh and women and it's they come in in like this sex like a shell bikini with like that like a high heel like a fucking thong and like there's a lot of bars covering like assholes and like yeah, yeah. There's a, particularly for the women. There's a lot of bars covering like assholes and like nip slips and like yeah. it's great. And people get yeah. hammered. hammered. They get hammered and hammered. they like get at it in the hot tub. Yeah. And and they have to ask permission to go to the boom boom room if they want to get at it. If they want to bone <laughs> down. But you can go to the boom boom room night one if you want. But you got to have consent. You both have to That's have consent gotta to go be. to the boom boom. Room. That's got to be a more recent development. This is it the is. first time hearing That's about post that. Consent. Oh, yeah. Post consent is yeah. the boom boom yeah. room. They have to go anyway. to the producers. Oh, they really they and found spell a classy out. way to, to, to say consent. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you guys, can we? Is there what a journey? I just. I just adore all of you. How excited are we for Paradise, really? Very excited. Truly. It's very. It's so going to be so good. So I mean, good. honestly, I have to say overall, I thought it was a more entertaining season than I thought it I I found this season that we just watched to be more entertaining entertaining than I thought it would be. Me too. Um I am with Jerry. I'm ready. Look, I'll go to Minnesota. Prince lived there. Great. Let's go to Min- let's go to Paisley Park. Whatever. Like <laughs> get me out of a hotel. Yeah. Um overall though, I just adore all of you and thank you for going on this love journey. Thanks Jerry, for bringing us. Oh my god, Robbie B. What would you like to promote, my friend? <laughs> Are you um, sad we're not going to the Paradise Party? But we would have gotten the Delta variant for sure. I know we would have. At least this is safer. I know. Um, I, I'd rather enjoy it from the comfort of my living room on the TV. I'd rather go in person and just dive right in, but I won't be here and I don't want COVID. Um, me neither. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing much. I, I, well, my, the new, I'm on the new season of Lucifer. Which, that's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which comes out in uh, September. So I've that's, that. that's, Whoa. Where, and what, what is that streaming or is that? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Nice. Gary Trainer, what would you like to promote Sentinel? I'm on iCarly uh, and that's on Paramount Plus. Uh, and if this, this is when, when is this coming out on Thursday? Yeah. So there will be a new, there's a new episode today on Paramount Yay. Plus. Okay. Dougie BB, what would you like to promote my friend? Well, you know, I'm uh, tiptoeing out, back out on the road doing uh, live tapings of Douglas movies. Um, 
and stand-up comedy, but, uh, you know, I'm taking it as, you know, doing everything as safely as I can. Uh, like at the comedy club that I just played, they were very nicely took out the whole front row for me. So I was, uh, you know, they were six feet from me. I was six feet from them. You know, it works out for everybody. I um, want to say that if you've never seen, if you've never gone to a live Doug Loves movies, it is so fun. Doug has such fun fans. It's truly an experience. I highly recommend it. Um, where can people find out your dates and stuff? I'll just so just go to douglovesmovies.com and all, all of my dates are there. And you can also, you know, listen to episodes of the show and, uh, you know, what I don't know, buy a shirt. But uh, but thank you uh, for, you know, having me again for another season. Oh. Arden, it's uh, it's, you know, I, I'm kind of hooked into this show now. So like if you were like, Doug, we've, you know we're good. We don't need you anymore. I probably uh, still keep watching it, you know, no, but you uh, such a del- especially paradise. Paradise is my, I think is my jam. Like I, Oh, it's the I'll best. Suffer through yeah. the other two things, but paradise that's, is what it's all about. That's why we all literally once Jerry, we only, you'll understand <laughs> what all of your work is. You won't even, it's like, Oh, that's why I've been doing this. It's just to get to know the farm team. You're just to know the players. Mm-hmm. It's like just like because you immediately you know exactly who like Victoria is. You don't need a back. Like, and when is this starting? When is Monday. this on? It's Monday. 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 Immediately. <laughs> it's the best. I mean, you're gonna be. So I, just, I thought we had a little break. No, 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 no. God. Boom, right into it. It's no the It's the no hammer, break. like underground mall, like a Canada hammer. Uh, Paget B. Paget BB. What do you have, my queen? <laughs> um, guys, please, if you can, go to Disney Plus and check out Behind the Attraction. Yay. Also, uh, a movie I shot six years ago is being re-released as a director's cut. He cut 15 minutes out of it. It's actually better. It's called Welcome to Happiness, but they have not told us where it's streaming, so good luck. Um, you guys, two things. One, hey, buy yourself a T-shirt or a sweatshirt. You can get yourself a mug. We've got OG Smoke Show. We've got Rookie of the Year. Uh, with our sweet Jerry and Doug are both on it, and Debbie Ryan and Beverly D'Angelo are on it. We've got, uh, will you accept this rose tea? They're so cute. So they're on our website, rosepodcast.vodka. Uh, also, that's right, dot .vodka. Also, uh, Patreon. Anna, who couldn't be here today, Dr. B and I, we're finishing up Bachelorette Australia, and we're going to do F-Boy Island. And if you financially have a hard time watching F-Boy Island, email us at rosepodcast at gmail gmail.com and we'll help you out uh katie levine what would you like to say my queen i am katie underscore money on twitter and instagram and please adopt a dog or cat from your local shelter right now the la shelters have a lot of really cute dogs so go there and adopt one all of this is spectacular (laughs) i just want to say i'm filming a movie in seattle for the next few weeks so i just want to let everyone know in advance the Paradise episode will not be up until next Thursday because I'm filming Monday and Tuesday. So just so you know. Congratulations. Thank you. You can't rob me because somebody's staying here with my cats. Can you bring um, me back some coffee from Pike Place? I will from uh, the original uh, Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Starbucks. Um, all right, you guys. My name is Arda Marine. Until next Thursday, stay safe. Wear a mask. Have a good time. Okay, bye. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh.
got all up in here in this place. It's gonna feel so good when you accept this role. Welcome to the Boom Boom when you accept this role. Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.